You're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyaj. Uh You just listened to Halfway Tree by Bicycle Face, who are on the phone with us. Hello. Hi. Hi. So who who am I talking to? I know. I mean, I know who I'm talking to, but who? Uh, no one else knows who I'm talking to. <laughs> I'm Ava, and I'm Teresa. And you guys are Bicycle Face. How long have you guys been Bicycle Face? Since. 2013. So I guess this is our fir- fourth year. And how's that been going for you guys? It's been great. Good. I've been hearing your name everywhere when like I, I see it all over social media and, and for Winnipeg music and stuff. So you guys have been doing a great job um, promoting yourselves, which is awesome. Thank you. Um, so where did the name Bicycle Face come from? Let's um, start with that. Uh, well, it came from like a late night on the internet, I think, like following different links and um, and ending up on a page about this fictitious disease called bicycle face um, that was diagnosed by doctors uh, by the end of the 1800s. Uh, at that time, bicycles just were way more common, more people were riding them, and specifically more women were riding them um, and getting a lot more freedom that way. So I guess it was a little bit of a, a controlling uh made up disease mm-hmm. um, to get women to stay at home because that was the only cure for bicycle oh. yeah, Some symptoms included uh, a wan and haggard complexion, clenched jaw, what? bulging eyes. This one kind of like made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wh- well, why would you why would you pick that as your your band or your duo name? That doesn't sound very appealing. <laughs> Well, I think that bicycle face is totally a thing, like especially in the spring in Winnipeg. You <laughs> yeah. see bicycle face all the time, but you don't have to stay at home. So for yeah. me, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like freedom. That's bicycle face doing stuff that you might not feel like you 
look the best at or are the best at but it's okay there's actually there's actually like a a medical condition for looking bad on your bicycle yeah (laughs) oh that's good to know Uh, (laughs) so uh how would you describe your music with people who are listening like we just heard got heard a great example about how how do you define your music uh we we usually describe ourselves as alt pop Mm -hmm. or prog pop okay (laughs) yeah um we definitely have had influences like um, metric or Joanna Newsom, mm-hmm. kind of that whimsical quality. Um, and we have a pretty broad range. Um, like even on this album, one track I'm playing acoustic piano, but a lo- some of us stuff goes more into the synth pop direction. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of the range that we go for. And um, how did you guys start Bicycle Face? Was Did you always have this idea that it was going to be the synth pop idea, or did you decide, let's make a band? Oh, I like the sound, let's just make this or how, how did this happen i think we started off uh playing covers we were both pretty new to winnipeg about four years ago and we just wanted to be playing music again mm-hmm. so we kind of got in contact with each other actually we are cousins <laughs> but so it's in our genes <laughs> yeah and does it did that make it easier being related i think yeah. so <laughs> yeah we um, were you, were you co- close cousins or were you just like oh I've heard of you. We're related. Let's make a band. Yeah, more the latter. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Brandon University t- at the same time, okay. and that was kind of when we got to know each other before it was this scattered family reunion. So, yeah. Um, when we were both out of Brandon, we both went there for music, so we knew we played music, but um, it, we happened to be living close by, and yeah, both. We're like, oh, we secretly write songs that we never <laughs> perform for people. Maybe we could do that. That's crazy. Yeah, Maybe it's kind of funny when we first started hanging out in university and we're looking at each other's CD collections. Like, oh, I listen to all of these too. Are we related? <laughs> yeah, are we actually sense. the same person? Yeah. <laughs> were we separated at birth? Interesting. So then I guess practicing together, or how did you guys bring your music together? Did you have start playing your already written songs or when you started did you just start writing brand new from scratch i think we each already had one or two that we'd written but had really no no way to uh, perform those songs or no project that they really fit in like i had been playing some jazz and uh well Teresa studied classical piano Mm -hmm. for a while so we'd never really had um the right kind of channel for those things we just had these songs kind of sitting on the back burner and then we were finally like oh this works we can put these songs together and actually have a project that's kind of cohesive so so all these songs that are on your new e- uh, soon to be released ep um are they all older songs that you both had separately written or are all of these co collaborations i guess i guess it's a bit of a mix i'm one of those songs, Snow White, I wrote when I was in high school uh, and just carried along for a long time. Mm-hmm. But a few we've actually, like, Ava's come with, with one song, I think lists, where um, you had ideas about my keyboard part and we figured that out together. So that's more how we work now. That's the only really old song on the album. The others were written for Bicycle Face and kind of with the idea of our instrumentation in mind. Yeah, usually we will write the songs separately, so if I'm singing a song, I wrote all the lyrics and kind of had the idea for the song, and if Teresa is singing the song, then it's her song, but then everything kind of comes together where we will add in the other parts. Mm. Um, 
okay oh yeah that makes sense okay i was just i'm just listening to what you're saying and then i didn't think of a, a question to ask after that so then the song halfway tree that was that was a song for um bicycle face yeah it was so what was the process or how, what inspired that or those lyrics and that um instrumentation um for that song, I was I actually write a lot of songs when I'm driving, which is a really dangerous way. Like there's really no possible way to write things down or like <laughs> responsibly use a recording device while you're driving. Um, but I was driving a lot between Winnipeg and Brandon. Um, I had finished my degree, but I had ended up with an injury, so I was retraining how to play the piano, and it felt like I was kind of going backwards in time <laughs> when I should be starting my career I was like instead learning how to play the piano again so uh, there is this tree halfway between Brandon and Winnipeg that's called the halfway tree and it's very famous um, and I just like saw that tree and felt inspired by that tree that <laughs> I could get uh, yeah pretty cheesy with but just the idea of not having like a shelf life of like not always working for end goals but just being where you are and uh, and that's good enough yeah that's good no I like that that's awesome um, so this EP uh, that you are releasing why did you decide to make an EP why did you decide to make this why? Why do you make music? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'd been playing together for already about three years when we recorded that, and it seemed about time that we <laughs> had a recording, or like a nice recording that wasn't just demos that we'd done in my living room, mm -hmm. which was fun too, but we wanted to do something a little more polished. Okay. Um, and I guess we didn't do a, a full album um, just because of time and costs. Like we already were booking a tour, um, we wanted to be able to have our music on that tour with us and sell EPs. Um, so the six songs seemed like a really good number. Um, they were songs we've been playing for a while, um, and it seemed like, yeah, we needed to needed to have good versions of these songs before we moved on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And do you guys plan on going on tour after this album release? Uh, I think over the next year we would like to be touring right now i'm living um well currently i'm in manitoba but i live in the states i'm going to school right now so um it would be great to tour out east a little bit while i'm out there and yeah nothing for the immediate right after the tour but okay yeah that's fine <laughs> whatever works for your situation i mean um what what was the process of making the decision to start this ep like are, like are you You've, you made this decision, I'm going to make an EP, or we're going to make an EP. How, did you think about funding, or how? what was that process for you guys? We did think about funding. We thought a lot about funding. Um, we decided to go with Indiegogo. So oh, we, that's right. I yeah. remember seeing that online. So we did a, a campaign where we kind of put together some different perks, and we ended up making some stickers and lyrics sheets. Um, and people were very generous and pitched in, and that's how we pretty much funded recording the album mm -hmm. yeah. and um, did you already have who you were going to be going with to record um, and master it before you decided this in Indiegogo project or yeah yeah you had it all planned out that's good that's a good plan um, and why Indiegogo why not like Kickstarter or something um, we chose Indiegogo because of um, there was a flexible funding option where you could, like how it works, I guess, is 
if you decide to go all in and you have to reach your goal um, or you don't receive any of the money, then, mm-hmm. then the campaign takes a smaller amount of your money, if that makes sense. I think it's like if, if you decide to, it, so if we didn't reach our goal, we would have not had to provide any of the perks and we would have received none of the money. Um, and we would have really lost nothing, but we also would not have any groundwork towards our album. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another option that's flexible, so whatever you make, you keep, even if you don't reach your goal, but they take, it's something like they take 9% instead of 5%. Um, so I think we just wanted, I don't know, we were playing it safe. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> we wanted yeah. that option. And I'm pretty sure at that time, Indiegogo was the only one with those two options. Mm. Okay. And w- um, would you recommend this kind of like crowdfunding as an option for artists or, or just budding musicians, I should say, I guess? Yeah, I think it worked re- very well for us. Um, actually, I think one of the other reasons we chose it is because I had also used it before with a past band and had success with it then, too. Um, and it's really easy to use. And also, it was nice for us um, getting experience, like we made a little promotional video about it and and kind of, I think it's the first time we really started to push things with like social media and kind of learning our way around various platforms. So mm-hmm. I feel like it helped us get our name out a little bit too, in a way. Yeah, and I really, I, in my mind, it was like, we're pre-selling our album because yeah. every perk would include some kind of album. Um, just with that option of if people wanted more, if they wanted a personalized cover or <laughs> some piano sheet music oh, of yeah. one of our songs. Like We did some comics. Yeah. <laughs> <for> <laughs> people. yeah. And, and so what, what did you pick as your gifts? So you said stickers, you said a personalized cover, um, music. What Was there anything else that you, that you offered as, I guess, gifts? I think the higher up ones, I think the most uh, extensive one was uh, we would do um, yeah, that was the one that was a cover of your choice Yeah, um, that we'd perform at a show or do a video recording of. Okay. Um, and then the other higher cost ones were, yeah, sheet music for Teresa's song, Snow White. And, uh, yeah, a personalized comic of you with the band. <laughs> that was Ava. She's <laughs> Generally brilliant. having to <laughs> save the band from something. Oh, that's... Did, uh, did anyone actually purchase that one? Yeah. And two, it, right? Was it two? Two? Or was, three? What was it like uh, making those? Uh, did you guys draw the comics? Uh, I drew them, yeah. And how, how... That sounds like a lot of work. It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess it was worth it. I mean, like... Yeah, it was, like, something I do for fun anyway. So I, I already, like, kind of knew the structure and, like, that I could probably do it <laughs> rather than just, like, a shot in the dark. <laughs> Maybe I could make a comic. That's good. But, That's good. Um, That's, well, it's good to know now then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, or before before saying that and then not being able to actually do it. Yeah. I'm really curious to hear a little bit about this Snow White song. I've heard it a couple times in, when you uh, during this interview. Um, what is this? What is Snow White about? <laughs> that was another Driving on the Highway song. Okay. Um, the same highway as Halfway Tree. Um, that one was specifically, I think I had been listening to, like, a lot of the moldy peaches at the time, um, <laughs> and I was driving at night, uh, and was actually just falling asleep, and 
<laughs> like singing as loud as I can wasn't working. Like rolling the window down wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I'll just maybe I'll write a song. And there was some snow in the ditch, so I was like, I'll write a song about snow. Um, <laughs> and, and the snow is white, was the it? Snow is yes. white. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting the depth. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said moldy peaches, I just like, oh my. I, I'm very familiar with their music. I've heard them on on road trips as well. So I'm. I, I haven't heard the song yet. So I think we should take a little break um, to hear it so everyone else can hear that song because that sounds really interesting to me. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so everyone is listening. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bignesh. I'm here with Bicycle Face, and we're going to take a quick break to listen to their song from their new EP, uh, just called Bicycle Face, Yeah. Uh, Snow White. Hopefully, so it'll play for me. There we go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is still Ashley Vignette, and I'm still here with Bicycle Face. Are you still there? Yeah, here we Perfect. are. Perfect. <laughs> that was a beautiful um, piece of music. I really enjoyed that. As a pianist myself, I really appreciate uh, when people play the piano really well and do it for popular music. Um, so I'm assuming that was about the Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a, a play in word play um, and just that I think I guess got the first line in my head and was like how can I make something around this but it's I, you know all songs are some veiled metaphor for something <laughs> yeah that's no, <laughs> like definitely like unrequited love that kind of stuff mm -hmm. no love in a pop song no way um <laughs> uh, and I was reading your bio on Rancho Music, and you say that your lyrics are often about fairy tales and, and love stories in outer space and computer viruses and with world domination. Uh, th 
are those also laced uh, metaphors or <laughs> with multiple meanings or those are those pretty straightforward <laughs> no i think i think they are for the most part okay and why did you decide to use such um you could say silly um ideas when you're when you're singing I guess not really silly, but like not not common or they're I don't I've never really heard a song about computer viruses and world domination. It's about other right. things. Yeah, well I guess it's so I mean you wanna write songs that everyone can relate to and I guess that's why there are so many love songs or breakup songs or songs that really evoke those emotions. And I think that a lot of those themes are in our songs too, but it's really I think fun um, and and kind of a nice challenge to spin those themes in a different way or use an unusual metaphor to try and present those ideas so try and have something that people can relate to a little bit but is still uh, different and weird and maybe a little bit original mm -hmm. and yeah so a, a computer virus actually that's <laughs> the song about the computer virus was a uh, I was thinking about online dating sites and <laughs> some friends of mine who were online dating and uh and I was just imagining like what if one of these uh what if there was a like an evil computer virus who was using an online dating site to <laughs> capture people's computers oh. um, so I think that was using love as a as a Exactly. Source, I guess, or to yeah. find vulnerable people. <laughs> right. That's so evil. <laughs> awesome. It is now that I think of it. <laughs> I never really thought about how bad that one was. <laughs> no, the, the, it's, I mean, it could be very true. It could be a good movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have an album release on June 11th. That's um, that's a Saturday at the Goodwill. It's Sunday, yeah. Oh, it's Sunday? Oh, yeah. well, I don't know how to write down days of the week. It's Sunday. <laughs> okay. It's a Sunday at the Goodwill. Uh, doors open at 7, and this music's going to start at 8. So you have um, Danielle Pelokan Hoffner from uh, Red Moon Road and Ian Sucks yeah. <laughs> opening for you guys. I don't know who uh, uh, Ian Sucks is, but uh, will Daniel be playing folk music? You know, we're not sure what he's going to play. <laughs> I've seen him play some solo stuff we... We were all playing at Brandon Folk Fest mm -hmm. last year, and he was emceeing and playing beautiful mandolin uh, music. So we kind of just gave him free reign for yeah. whatever he wants. Like, we trust you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. And then, so Ian Sucks is all kind of, that's an interesting name. Um, <laughs> what's that about? I think I know them, actually. Yeah, Ian Ellis. They, they don't suck at all. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're wonderful. really wonderful. Um, yeah, they... What kind of music do they do? I guess it's technically pop music. It's kind of like low key. Um, it's really beautiful. They've got like some synth stuff, um, drums, and also like drum machine. That's that's when I've seen them. They have a they have I think two albums out now, um, and yeah, they write songs about interesting things, mm -hmm. ducks, old people, <laughs> those kinds of things. Um, really, uh, I really like their different like synth textures and being a really wonderful drummer oh good so it'll be just gonna sound it sounds like it's going to be a fun night for you um are you guys getting excited yeah yes. <laughs> it's it's pretty close it's only like five it's only five days away yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you been doing to prepare for your for your show 
Well, we've been arranging all of our songs for a full band. Normally, we just play as a duo. We've kind of always done it that way, but we thought it would be fun to add bass and drums. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some friends of ours, Natalie Bourne and Kelsey Nicholson, joining us for the show. Um, so we've been uh, doing a lot of practicing together and, yeah, kind of figuring out how the songs are going to grow so that they can have... Yeah, full band playing them. So that's been really fun and interesting. That's so exciting. Um, yeah. Do you think that th- this might be the beginning of having multiple shows in a big band setting, or do you is it just for the album release? Currently, we just have this show, but definitely, I mean, we're really quiet. Um, <laughs> so there are some venues where. I don't know, if there's a band practicing next door, you can't hear us very well. (laughs) I feel like there would be stages where it would be really nice to have a full band. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Kelsey and Natalie have been doing a wonderful job adding to our songs. They seem to really get it. So if they're on board in the future and we have an opportunity, I'm sure that would be really fun. That's that's so exciting. So do you have any uh, advice um, for other, let's say, uh, female artists? I mean, it could apply to anyone, but you be both being female and the music industry is kind of known for being tough on girls. Do you have any advice for other female artists who wants to maybe get started at um, making their own music, maybe being in a duo or um, in a band? Hmm, That's a very good question. I mean, I feel like we're still pretty new to this, so it seems funny to give advice. Um, But I think, um, I think that there's a lot of, space in the music industry for women um and it you don't always see that like uh, yeah. often you we go to a lot of shows where it's mostly guys on stage and it seems like there's no space for women um and f- for a long time i've kind of let that hold me back or a certain kind of music where i don't see um where i love the music but i don't see women playing it um and i feel like um, I just I want I want to empower women to just just look for those spaces and and go to them and just yeah. go out and play and I think the more we do that the the more you see people doing what you want to do um, the the easier it can be yeah I would say don't get discouraged because there are other there there are lots of women in Winnipeg doing amazing musical things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe you don't see it quite as often, but, and at first it seems like hard to break in, but it is just a matter of finding the right processes, figuring out where to go and who to talk to and how social media works. And it's, it's a lot of learning, maybe more, there are more things than I ever expected mm-hmm. that I would have to learn about music beyond just learning how to play my instrument and then they don't get discouraged because it's a, a fun journey. Yeah, and there are two specific organizations that I feel have been really helpful and are really encouraging of, of all artists, um, and that's the Arts and Cultural Industries mm-hmm. and Manitoba Music. Absolutely. They, both of them are really wonderful, so if you're feeling like you don't know how to start, like there are organizations who are, who are looking to help. That's or drop us a line. Yeah, yeah. yeah just just call it. Bicycle Face. Um, just find them on Google them. Deck, you can find it right above all of the uh, information and articles about the disease, um, and they <laughs> <laughs> can help you out. Right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Uh, it's been wonderful having both of you. Um, 
talk even if it's on the phone we'll just have to meet in person and yeah. and chat yeah um, great. and i'll come to your shows and and i'll be the loudest one i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll look for you good, well, good. we know why you look. <laughs> yeah exactly oh, good um so where can people find you online and on social media to look for your music and support you yeah we're on facebook at bicycle face uh at facebook.com slash bicycle face band um and we also have an instagram and our handle is bicycle face band there as well and Bandcamp. And Bandcamp. And SoundCloud, actually. And SoundCloud. Perfect. And I will link to all of these on the podcast um, in the following days so everyone can find those if you don't want to look on your phone right now, people who are listening. (laughs) We're going to close off with one more song. Uh, If you want to pick the last one. Uh, Lists. Lists. Perfect. And what's this one about? Uh, This one is about making lists. Oh, okay. (laughs) Actually, it's about when you're trying to (laughs) dance and party and have a great time and you keep having to-do lists running through your mind. Oh, (laughs) I hate when that happens. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on to the show, everyone. Uh, Not everyone. Uh, You too, Teresa and uh, Ava. Um, Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, no problem. Anytime you want to come back and come into the show and we can can talk more maybe when you have your next album, uh, that would be great. Great. So everyone who's listening, this is the Winnipeg Music Project on 11.5 UMFM, and you are listening to Lists by Bicycle Face. Today I'm making lists Of reasons I feel ropes around my wrists I'm no deserter, but I'm on a tightrope, I've got ties to cut Don't get lonely yet I've still got tunes in my head from the night we met Don't lose that pensive grin And know that I'll always pencil you in Dear, what's this? My calculating care, your careful kiss This band can miss They got the line up right and then Get wrong chords and cloudy basement lights Dear, what's 